of Young Kings Wrestling featuring the Summer Soundboard. As always, you can find us on most platforms streaming your favorite podcast episodes, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Amazon Music. If you're listening on iTunes, leave us a review of the five-star kind. Subscribe to us on YouTube at YK Wrestling. Go to ykwrestling.com for your merchandise and all the other platforms that we're available on is right there. It's a link tree. It's right there. You don't got to do nothing else. Nothing else. It's that simple. Welcome to the Nuggetview Buckingham Palace. As always, I am the Thespian T.C. Fontaine, a.k.a. TCF Baby. Please say the baby. Joined by King Rick, House of Havoc, first of his name we here we here welcome y'all and uh welcome back he was here a couple weeks ago but our he's tied with tjp for our second favorite filipino <laughs> after batista <laughs> from the get your podcast from marks with mics just is in the building yo the yo building. we here welcome back brother and i'm gonna let reek do Thank this you. one we got a debut here at the palace for the yes, first sir. time ever. Yes, Who we got, yes, Reed? So, ladies and gentlemen of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, we want to welcome friend of the show, good friend of the calf, the host of Bot Spots and Chair Shots, the one and only Mr. Will Gray. Welcome to Knuckle Buckingham Palace. Welcome. Gentlemen, thank you. It's an honor. So this uh-huh. is this is what what Matt's been hiding from me on the other side. He's you know like we finally figured it out. I snuck away from Ritter. <laughs> here I am. I'm I'm on Young Kings. You know we finally <laughs> made it happen. I'm glad to be here. I know it's been like two months of planning this out. Like we we was on your show not too long ago, and we was like we got to get Will on here. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, Reek's been we on tried a to few get Will times. and Allison on here, but you know we can only have one at a time. It's cool. She's a hot commodity. She's way more popular than I am. I see her all over the shout place. Out, man. Shout out. Everywhere. So we here. Welcome, y'all. Hope uh, all y'all staying cool and hydrated out here. It rained all day long on Wednesday here in Las Vegas. Mm. That was fun. I, I appreciated that. I appreciate the rain. It's monsoon season. That means it gets too hot, and then it just starts to rain from the lake and shit all over the valley so with that crazy humidity the very next day so can you imagine vegas being humid shoot lord have mercy yeah Hell on earth. yeah like <laughs> regular humidity is cool to me but vegas humidity different because mm. it's still hot like it's still dry hot but it's humid it don't make no sense i don't know it don't make no sense y'all staying hydrated though I see you just. 
What you got? Well, you know, I got a little bit of uh, black coffee. Um, it's this Ooh. brand called. Uh, it's not gonna keep uh, you hydrated at all, bro. It's iced coffee, but I do want to send them a shout out because they're a black-owned brand. Um, it's called like Kamaya. So yeah, so shout mm. out to them. Shout out to Kamaya. You I'm not hydrated at all. Hey, I'll man. send you that link. Yep, yep. Yeah, sure. Let's do something about that. I survive on Dr. Pepper and Red Bull. Hey, y'all wildin'. 100% of the time. All the time. Oh, man, this is not the time for that. Nah, man. Water, water and body armor. That's me all day long. You know, I drink me a coffee hey. early, have me some tea. And I'm on the water okay. and body armor, you know. And then, you know, maybe once, once in a blue moon, a.k.a. every week, maybe once or twice a week, I'll go get me an IPA or something. I'm just sampling okay. a lot of new IPAs and beers and whatnot. Just, I should make a YouTube channel of me, you know, trying stuff out. Yeah, listen, you should. Listen, listen, the kids are making bank doing this. So listen, bro. Right. This, this Young King Wrestling YouTube money ain't cutting it right now. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't even eligible yet. Could, we almost there. Almost there. You can do that whole a- AMSR, you know, slurping the water. I, I'm, I'm not doing all you that. You know, do, do all that shit, that. you know, like... I'm not the AI doing, trend. I'm not doing mukbang. I'm not doing none of that mess. Yo, to me, I don't care. That stuff is still kind of weird to me. It is. It's very weird. You know, see somebody eating it, and it. but you know, I don't want. It's, wanna, it's a uh, drug, bro. It. It's a drug. You ever see the people that when they first start the mukbangs and then they do it for a couple years, and they just they gotta keep doing it to make content, yes. and they just it is totally just different looking. Like all these people, they getting big, <laughs> big backs. I'm in the gym, fam. I can't do that. I can't do that. I mean, isn't that that's a sin, isn't it? It wasn't like gluttony almost. Yeah, gluttony is a sin. It gluttony, sin. and then you're doing it for likes and money, so you're doing it for greed. You're doing like, oh yeah, you know, two of the ten command, two of the ten commandments, bro. Like in one thing, like wow. Um, two sins. You said, you said a uh, body armor. Um, the black mamba flavor is probably the best one. It is. Yeah, Black Mamba joint. Yes. I, I mess yes. with the peach mango, personally. The peach mango, yes, yes. Uh, it's a, it's a new joint. Cherry lime, that shit fire. Cherry lime, okay. If I y'all ain't had the that. cherry lime, it look out for the No Limit Soldier bottle. That's the one. That's the. It's huh? A, it's a No Limit huh? Soldier bottle. It's, it's camouflage. I had, I had huh? yeah, I had it. <laughs> I had it not that long ago. I wasn't too crazy about it, but it no? tastes like Kool Aid to me, bro. Okay. Like, All right, we talking about we talking about drinks a lot. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about something else. Uh, let's move on, my bad, y'all. Hey, uh, real quick, RIP. Uh, bunch of people died this week, man. What's going on out here, right. man? Paul Rubens, aka Pee Wee Herman, former uh, guest host of Monday Night Raw, I think mm-hmm. 2011. I want to say, uh, yeah, around that time. Yeah, he did something with The Rock, did something with Lita on the same show. Uh, R.I.P. had a private battle with cancer. Uh, y'all, y'all watch Euphoria? Nah, but I, I know I know a lot of the cast and shit. Yeah, uh, one of the one of the cast members of Euphoria, Angus Cloud, uh, passed away this past week too. Oh, right, right, right. Twenty five years old. Uh, R.I.P. to him. Uh, tragic. Uh, I'm not gonna get into the details on that, just out of respect for right. his family. Uh, right. and then uh, RP to Mark Margolis. Y'all watch Breaking Bad? Yeah, 
Yeah. Tio. Tio. Hector. Ding, ding, ding. I always remember him from Scarface. Scarface. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Scarface, Breaking Bad, bunch of stuff, man. So uh, RP to him. He was just old. So that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. See y'all at the crossroads, man. Boom, 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 boom. RP. Sure. RP to y'all, man. And uh, football season is also mm-hmm. on the way. Preseason kicked off on, was it Thursday? Yeah. Browns and Jets. You want to see that shit? I don't care. To, Everybody, be, oh, it's football. I don't care. I don't, I don't like football enough to watch a Browns and Jets game. I just don't. Listen, listen. Agreed. We are uh, getting progress together. Had to see what you know the backups look like. You know, <clears throat> that's all preseason's for. I'm but, a Titans uh, fan. I know plenty well what our backups look like. <laughs> that's funny. Listen, that's funny. at least at least y'all got at least you got something to cheer about. You know who got Chicago. something to cheer about? Right, exactly. Not here, Man. you know, not me. Man. You know, I do for once. You just gotta, you know, we go see everything. Nothing falls apart. We go see, but I'm skeptical always. But you know, we'll see. Like he's hey, and then uh, you know, shout out to the Hall of Fame. Pro Football Hall of Fame, Joe Thomas, yes. play play behind some of the worst quarterbacks of all time. Literally, the some of the worst quarterbacks. <laughs> they got the so, longest list. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, got Joe Thomas, Rondé Barber, uh, Demarcus Ware, and uh, also I want to yeah. give a special special shout out to New England Patriots legend and Super Bowl champion with the New England Patriots, Darrell Revis. On his yes. Hall of Fame induction. Sir? <laughs> what? Did, did I lie about something? Did I, did I lie about something just now? I mean, we just we just going to neglect the New York Jets? Like yeah. <laughs> Absolutely we are. <laughs> like, oh. Did he win a Super oh, Bowl man. with y'all? No. Listen, listen, we can't forget where we come from. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I did. Crazy. Yeah, that that a lie. Is he not a Patriots legend? Is he not a Super Bowl so, champion? So, so I, I got you, I got you. In a couple of years, we're gonna we're gonna spend a special shout out to Tampa Bay Buccaneer Tom Brady when he go in the Hall of Fame. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> he won a Super Bowl with them. Why not? I got you. You know who you also won a Super Bowl with? His original team. <laughs> the hey, other man. guys. I knew that I knew that was gonna work you up though. That's why I did it. I did that on purpose. Listen, I don't I don't need any more. Like this is as nice as I'm gonna be for the entire show. Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. My bad. Players fuck up. Let's get into these special birthdays this past week. Uh Kid Cash. Kid Cash. Shout out to Kid Cash. Had a birthday this week. Mike Kyoto. Hall of Famer Devon Dudley. AKA mm. Hall of Famer brother Devon. Shout out to him. I met Devon Dudley on accident when I was 10 years old. I accidentally wandered. <laughs> you accidentally meet Devon was... Dudley. Listen, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> so uh I accidentally met Devon Dudley. Uh also accidentally met Maven and Christian. Uh we wandered into the parking lot after a show. 
and this was 2003 you could have you could do that back then uh yeah accidentally wandered into the parking lot after a show looking for our car and uh we just meet hella wrestlers with no security or nothing back then it was cool wow yeah true story true story uh yoshi tatsu do y'all remember yoshi tatsu oh yes Yes. yeah shout out to him uh happy birthday as well to davy boy smith jr uh, shout out to Peace Up A Town Down, Austin Theory. Happy birthday <laughs> to Aaron Stevens, aka Damian Sandow, D Malenko, Frankie Kazarian, and Tony Nice. Shout out to them, man. And uh, this week in wrestling history, 1992, Ron Simmons defeats Big Van Vader for the WCW yes. World Heavyweight Championship, first black world champion of a major promotion in history that's been actually officially recognized. There was some unofficial ones before that, Bobo Brazil, you know, just Mm. a few. Yes. But Ron Simmons is the first official recognized black heavyweight champion, and it's about time wrestling fans start acting like it. I'll just think of Ron Simmons as the damn guy. Right. The APA. Yeah. The Nation of Domination. He's a world heavyweight champion. God damn it. Talk to him. Shout out to Ron Simmons. Uh, 1997, we had a Summer Slam at the Meadowlands Arena in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Uh, Stone Cold versus Owen Hart for the Intercontinental Championship. This is probably most known for uh, Owen Hart botching a pile driver on Stone Cold in Mm. which Stone Cold broke his neck. Mm. Still managed to win the championship afterwards. And then uh, in the main event, Bret Hart defeated The Undertaker for the WWE title. That's happening. And then uh, 2020, I'm going to just skip to 2020. It was a very light week of history. Uh, We had the debut of Raw Underground. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. That's an (laughs) R.I.P. R.I.P. To Raw Underground. I am praying. I am praying for the stripper. I am praying for the strippers, though. That you know, we never seen them again. Man, yeah. I'm praying for the strippers. I'm praying whatever happened to that big black bodyguard that used to be out there. Mm. Whatever happened to him? Damn shame. Happened to a lot of people in that place. A lot of people. Yeah. Was- wasn't Omos in that where he came from? Wasn't he originally Shane's bodyguard or something crazy gotta, like that? You, you gotta <laughs> just gotta you gotta that, you gotta work you gotta work the works, work the marks, brother. I didn't even realize. I'm sorry, guys. I'm delirious. <laughs> it's, it's okay. okay. It's okay. It's, it's it's his first time. We we just we just Hold gotta on. get you up to speed on. Reek said it the best. What'd you say, Reek? Grand what? He froze. Grand opening. Grand closing. That's I got right. him. I got That's him. Right. He, he froze for a bit. You back? Cool. You good? Cool. All right. We good. We good. We, we tripping sometimes. It happens. It be happens. Hey, uh, I had something. I had a sound bite. Can't find it. I'm gonna just get past it. We just gonna right. move on. We just gonna move on. Players cool. fuck up. Uh, look, where were we at in the royal address of rule three? All right. So I said I was going to start off with uh, something in particular, but I lied. I'm actually going to go with this. 
because uh, it broke while we was watching SummerSlam. Uh, Kyrie Sane mm-hmm. signed a new deal. She's on the way back to WWE. Uh, don't have details about Wayne, what the time frame is going to look like, but uh, I imagine that uh, things changing around the Fed has uh, made her change her mind a little bit. She got to see her homie win a big one last night. We'll mm-hmm. talk about it. But yeah, she coming back. Uh, next up, uh, apparently, speaking of the Fed, the Feds are out here serving grand jury subpoenas to World Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, yeah. And I know that got a lot of people, that had a lot of people worked up thinking like, oh, what's going on around here? But uh, Vince McMahon himself actually sent out an email to his staff about it. And uh, I'm going to skim through it real quick. Uh, basically, he said that, you know, uh, we had to put together a committee to review the allegations against him. Uh, the review and was uh, uh, concluded in November after an investigation. Uh you know, he's maintained that he was innocent, there was no wrongdoings and everything like that. So uh, all of that is just follow up in the process. And he's focused on recovering after that final, uh, final. and uh, closing oh. out the transactions of uh, merging with Endeavor going forward. So uh, a lot of formality going on there. That's really all that was apparently. Uh, also, we just mentioned RVD. So uh, noteworthy news this week. He actually showed up on Pro Wrestling TV. AEW yeah. pulled up on, hmm. uh, is, is it still Jungle Boy or is it just Jack Perry? Now? It's just uh, Jack Perry now. It's just Jack Perry. Okay. It's Jungle Man Jack Perry. I mean, it should be. It should be. I'm here to tell you right yeah, now. He came out. We don't care. Let me tell, right, <laughs> let me tell you. We don't care. <laughs> Understood. Understood. Anyway, yeah, uh, RVD came out, had a little uh, segment with him. I guess, you know, they, they said to have a match. Apparently, there's no deal in place. We're not going to see RVD there full time. It's just going to be a one off so far. Uh, Mr. Keep a check. Change, it might night. Hey, listen, he can get in the list. It's, oh, he already on the list. He on it. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why RVD on the list because I remember the tweets. I'll never forget the tweets. I remember seeing the tweets live as he posted them. He called them boys all petite wrestling. All petite? <laughs> I'll never forget. So when I seen he was in, I was like, what? He getting that bread. I got to add him to the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of people were uh, asking if Bray Wyatt was going to show up this weekend. Obviously, he didn't. But uh, apparently there, there's a there's a <laughs> apparently Bray <laughs> is coming back from uh, a medical issue, there's some undisclosed illness that he's still working his way back from that he has to get cleared from. So there's no issues about creative. There's no issues about Vince coming back into the fold. Nothing like that. They're just being very careful about easing him back in and getting cleared and all of that. And once that's done, he'll be on the way. Uh, the elite. All staying in AEW, despite the reports that uh, they, specifically Kenny Omega, would have been at the top of WWE's list if they had hit the free agency. But uh, yeah, they inked some major new deals. They're going to be staying with almost exclusively white, and uh, it's going to be the show. Uh, Big E, he uh, got some news for us. Heard some and, bad news. Uh, 
Yeah, not not so not so good news. Uh, doctors, not all, but some have uh, told him that he should never wrestle again. Hmm. Uh, right. So he's still he's still weighing his options. Uh, he said plenty of times that he hasn't suffered any, uh, you know, bad damage. Uh, everything has uh, healed well, and you know he hasn't had any nerve issues or anything like that. Everything came back pretty well, and he's recovering. Uh, but he has had to consider all his options. He's talked to some people about, you know, potentially being a commentator going forward, uh, manager, just all the options. So uh, nothing's official, but that's uh, that's what we know so far. Damn, damn shame. You don't got to uh, do it if you don't need to do it no more, man. You didn't accomplish everything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, y'all heard about the whole uh, Lufisto situation? Yes. Keep that on post. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, so that that was it. The last thing I had was uh I gotta say this. Uh y'all all saw the Cody Doc, I'm sure. Yes. Uh I gotta say, and this is probably the nicest compliment I'm gonna have this entire episode. Uh I'm proud of you niggas. I am. Hashtag mm. you niggas. Uh reason being is because during that documentary. Uh, when Cody talked about leaving AEW, going coming back home to WWE, uh, there was a soundbite from Triple H where he said, you know, obviously Cody never dreamed of being the top guy in a secondary promotion. Now, the second that happened... You complimenting them for that? Did you, but, you, no, hold on, hold on. All right, my bad, second, go ahead. <laughs> the, 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 second, the second I saw that, you know what I expected to happen. So I immediately went to the discourse to look for all of y'all to start acting a certain way. And to my complete utter surprise, I didn't see none of it. I, in fact, the overwhelming you wasn't looking majority, hard listen, the overwhelming majority was that even the fans were like, he's right. Can't argue with that. It's like, Hey, you know what that can- means? You, you must be blocked <laughs> by some people. If you oh, ain't see it, cause I've seen it. I for sure seen it. <laughs> yeah, I, I went. Listen, I went. I went searching. I went all down, scrolling everywhere. I'm like, mo- at least ninety percent was just like, I don't know why we're talking about this. Even Tony Yayo so, said something about it. Oh man, I know you've seen that. It's okay. You ain't see that either. You ain't seen nothing. You see, you wasn't looking I, hard enough. Look, 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 look. I, I heard about that, but it's okay. I expected nothing less, so that's fine. Oh, but. You know what? What else? What else would he do? But uh, yeah, for for the most part, it seemed like y'all were acting right. So I'm gonna give a thumbs up to y'all for that. For once, that's gonna be a thumbs down here in a little bit. Uh, but <laughs> outside of the Cody Doc, uh, what else y'all been watching? Wrestling related or not wrestling related this past week? I was trying to go back and watch some of like the older SummerSlams. I think we talked about this before. Um, like at the time, I was hyped for that Elimination Chamber. Do you guys remember that with like Goldberg mm-hmm. and all 03. that? And, yeah, over yeah. And watching it back, I was it was not it was not good. It wasn't. It wasn't good <laughs> back then, and I'm like, let me look at it now. Like Goldberg like, nah, sparing dudes through the pod and shit was cool. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like everything in that match was cool until Goldberg gets eliminated. 
by Triple H. And then it's right. Like, what the right. fuck is this? Politicians, right. man. Politicians. And this man was hurt. That's the crazy mm-hmm. part. Mm-hmm. Some I'm on your ass, ruthless. Triple H. Mm-hmm. Oh. Some of that ruthless <laughs> aggression stuff didn't age well. No. Some of, like, yes. A lot of it didn't. Yeah. A lot of it. A lot of HLA, all that. Oh, wild. My God. <laughs> wild stuff. Oh, Eric wild Bischoff stuff. and his bad decisions. Oh, man. Uh, speaking of Eric Bischoff, <laughs> we watched, uh, y'all watched Dark Side? Hell yes. <laughs> what y'all man, think about that I one? Did. Man. I mean, I think we all can agree. We all went into this Dark Side of the Ring episode expecting a lot of cap. Oh, my goodness. You know what I didn't expect, though? Uh, For, look, I understand Vince Russo is a New York Italian. He will spin you a story that you can sell to Warner Brothers, even though there might not be a single fact in it. But when Seltzer can come on TV and pull your card and say you capping, it's bad. It's very bad. Right. <laughs> That's, when, that threw me for a loop. When I had a chance to sit down with Russo, I asked him about Bash 2000 specifically, and I said, what's the relationships with, like with everybody today? And he fed me some, you know, sugar-coated, you know, I've talked to Hogan, I've talked to Bischoff, like, you know, there's no heat from what happened in 2000 today, bro. Like... <laughs> Right, and then I'm like, I bet. liar, liar. <laughs> Come on now, that look when you know a nigga lying, but you still listening. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah, but, okay, you're right. Okay, I see. Okay, okay, dog. Uh, yeah, we watched that dark side of the ring. It was it was a lot of cap, but it was it was entertaining. So I'll take the entertainment off of it. Like I wish. Uh, Wish we got to hear a lot more from Jeff Jarrett, but Jeff Jarrett probably the only one that wasn't lying because yeah. what Jeff Jarrett said was very much in line with his body language <clears throat> during the actual event. Mm-hmm. Even Jeff Jarrett was like, Man, I don't want to do this shit, bro, or whatever. Yeah. He and left things- it, he left and then walked up and called his dad and said, Let's start TNA. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> like pretty much immediately was like, I'm gonna start my own wrestling promotion with hookers and blow. It's like for Eric, real. With Eric, it's like it wasn't so much about the lies. It's about to just just bad decision making. Like you know, uh, WCW, you want to sign all these big name people to these contracts and give them creative control and the Nash and Scott Hall deals where nobody can make more money than them. It's like. You know, that that was stupid. And uh, chief among them is, you know, hitching your wagon to Terry and not one, but two different promotions. It's like, right, right. Tell me you insane without telling me. We're not going to talk about 2010's TNA. Oh, my God. Bruh. And I'm going to tell you why we can't talk about it. I didn't watch it, so I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of the highly notable things that happened, I don't know okay. what happened. I saw enough to know that I can't watch it. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much that. Claire Lynch. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I Jeff, just like... Jeff Hardy audit. I, I don't know why people... Pretend, and I actually... I listened to something... Because, uh, you know, Jim Cornette heard this and had to have his day. 
That motherfucker, but, Jim Russo. <laughs> he's killing the business. He's killing the business. <laughs> he was talking about the other day, and it's like, this is this is true. Like, Vince Russo was never a like wrestling guy. He was a TV guy. Like, and same kind of goes for Eric. But Eric, at least you know, it's got a, a storyline, bro. Yeah, yeah, right. he got a grasp swerve, of the business. Bro, swerve. Vince was just like, nah. Nah, I gotta do. We've gotta do Crash TV, bro. We gotta do that Jerry Springer type shit, bro. Like, like he he says though when he was brought on, they said we need ratings. What can we do to get ratings up? He says that he may not have been a wrestling mind, but what he was doing. And he put Buck Bagwell's and, mama on a pole. That'll bring in the viewers. That's obviously yeah. fucking TV gold. That's good shit. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, stuff, I think I think a lot of the time Vince McMahon filtered the bad and kept the good when it came to Vince Russo at that time. That's exactly what it was. Vince and Russo, Eric Bischoff just was like, "Yeah, good idea, just go with that," you know. For sure, Man, Vince Russo buried Buff Wagner so Vince McMahon could fire him. That's really what it was. <laughs> that whole time, it was the four yes. of them. It was Vince yes. McMahon, Russo, Cornette, and Bruce Pritchard. And they were like the hive mind that was calling the shots for WWE. And if one right. of those four didn't like you, you were big fucked. You weren't getting mm-hmm. anywhere. Right. Right. Hell yeah. <laughs> right hard. Oh, <laughs> listen, listen, that you watch you watch anything. There, there, there's a unanimous verdict across the board on where they stood. So if that like, motherfucker doesn't want to do business, he can do business for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, shout out to Dark Side of the Rings. Right oh, yeah, that was that was the first one, too. So Because yeah. Vince was on that, too. Yeah, Russo, that was... I seen the, somebody posted a clip of, of Jim uh, Jim Cornette talking about pissing on Russo great. Mm. Yes, yes. Yeah, that was, that was the Brawl for All episode. That was even better. Yeah, <laughs> no, that he was, said... That was a screw job. That was a screw job episode. He said that. Yeah. It he said if Stacy yep. doesn't take him to Russo's grave after Russo dies so he can piss on it, he'll leave her, her out, out of his will. <laughs> and he said it live on screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I believe him too. That's Part my favorite. Me 100% believes that'll happen. Oh, yeah. You know what? I want to see it happen too. It, wild as it seems, I oh, want yeah. Vince Russo. This sounds weird saying it all out, but I want him to pass away before Jim Cornette. Hopefully not years yeah. from now, but yeah. just for that to happen. Yeah, just, just so, so we can see. Because uh, I know he's going to get video proof of it. The public and talk or the public indecency <laughs> charge that'll come from it because it will inevitably hit the internet. Oh yeah. Hey, it it might be worth it to him. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it might like, be it, worth it. it. It, it, it'll hit now. Years from now, there's probably going to be a camera in the graveyard somewhere. Facts. God <laughs> <laughs> damn. Well, I said I was going to piss on a motherfucker's grave. Man, hey, uh, that's my let's favorite circle. rivalry in all of pro wrestling. Yeah, it is. It really is. Uh, Rick, let's yeah. circle back uh, to the news and rumors right quick. What's that That one bullet point? Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Lufisto. Oh. So, the talk was from from this one person is she in the locker room she's not with aw nothing like that 
no she uh I, from what i heard the the whole everything was uh based on a, like a one-off tryout that she did right yeah. right okay yeah so she she stirred up a whole storm of shit because uh there was a there was a at one point they cut to a fan that had a sign about you know booking the women's division better and she just threw fire all over that talking about how they uh they have a bad environment in the locker room and you know there, there's some there's some whole bunch of hate going on not not supporting each other uh, apparently some of them were having a plan in a meeting to shoot on thunder rosa mm-hmm. like all this other stuff i mean just tony yayo telling them they don't draw right right like he mm. all of this was going on saying that it was just a, a cesspool in the women's locker room basically and of course that drew out everybody and they mom like oh no 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 this is this is all cat uh brick came out said something like no this isn't the truth at all uh got a good relationship with thunder rosa and um mjf said something tony said something everybody just jumped into defense at this point so i mean this is just like this was just a bad look all around everybody yeah. has something to say mm-hmm. everybody has something to say including me my pack in the edits guess what You know, I talked about this not too long ago. I said, we got a new shipment coming in. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, I only ordered five in my inventory. And we we damn near about used them up. So (laughs) I had to order some more. And a new shipment came in a few weeks ago for you niggas. Here we go. You niggas. Bring that ass here, boy. Bring it here. Reel it in. I ain't even gonna go like super in depth. Cause like y'all did what y'all did, or what y'all do rather. Every single time somebody exposes something negative going on in this company, like y'all did it with Swole, y'all did it with Leo Rush, y'all did it with Punk even last year, surprisingly. Oh yeah. That was a shock. Yes. And now you're doing it. With Lufisto. This is nothing new. This is nothing new. But just for uh, you know, obligatory purposes, gotta give y'all number four. Number four. Man. Man. I ordered five at the beginning of the year. Surprisingly, I held off until August, giving number four. Mm. We're gonna run out. So I had to got a little bit extra. So that's for y'all. Terrible. Terrible. But hold on. Hold on. I got something else. I'm packing the edits. Guess what? These peasants, few peasants. I don't remember everybody. It was a lot of you niggas. Mm-hmm. Not like you niggas, you niggas, but you niggas <laughs> in the AEW locker room. Britt Baker, mm. Soraya, Madison Ooh. Ray. MJF, whoever else I missed, y'all gotta bring that ass here too. Bring that ass here, boy. Because, like I said, y'all do the same thing. This is some of the worst PR that I've seen in some time. Because I don't think I've ever seen when, like, a scandal or something goes on, 
and the, the company doesn't put out a press release, but they have the employees, the workers do it. I ain't never seen no shit like that before. You probably shouldn't give your whole locker room a social media directive to try to spin shit. Especially right. claims of, of a hostile work environment. I don't think they have an HR department around there. Do they have an HR department? Do that, anybody come know? On now. Come on now. Yeah, you're right. What what gave the illusion that they ever had that? <laughs> Nothing. Right. Nothing. <laughs> but this is like everybody had like the same bullet points. Like everybody tweets was saying the same thing. And like everybody's right. tweets was like within like five minutes of each other. Mm-hmm. Blink twice if you're being held hostage. So what right. you're saying is a multi-million dollar company pretty much said to everybody at the same time, bury the fuck out of her. Because it was it was simultaneous. It wasn't even like they tried to hide it. It was almost like, you know, the the in a bad movie where they're trying to convince us the media is brainwashing us and everybody starts saying the same stuff until it sounds like one person is saying the same line. That's what right. happened on Twitter that literally. Day was like mjf and Britt baker and then it was like do do and it was like the echo through the chamber until it all sounded like the same tweet right pretty much like yeah blink twice if you be a hell hostage mjf <laughs> this ain't even listen i know you're the, the world champion and whatnot this ain't got nothing to do with you it's about the women that's what i'm saying right. that i i knew something was wrong when i saw that because like but mjf will throw a tweet out if something don't make sense and he want to you know, correct you appropriately, but mm-hmm. something that's has to do with the women's locker room. Like, I'm sorry, it's it's not it's not that you would never that do to advocate for everyone on the roster, right? Because weren't you bitching about it last year? Pretty sure it was before you got I, that money. I'll say I seem to recall something along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, that was that. I didn't want to get too in depth on that. What 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 can I say that hasn't been said before? We done had a whole episode about this with Big Swole. Man. Shout out to Big Swole, because you know every time some new shit come out, uh, she gotta be like, I told you niggas. Amen. Right, right. Amen. So shout out to I Big Swole. I, I, can't, I can't wait to have Auntie pull up around here because we got Man, talk. facts. Every single time she just I told y'all niggas. I told y'all niggas. Indeed, indeed. And of course, you you know, hashtag you niggas got to hop in Swole's mentions every time. I don't get it. You're irrelevant. Why why you in her mentions? Thank you. Answer me that question. All the time. Answer me that. But that was a a news and what have you. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about SummerSlam. Or uh, y'all remember who called it Summerfest some years back? Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven. <laughs> oh my gosh, the guest host of Raw. Don't know the oh. name. Of the that Jeremy Piven episode, bottom five guest host episode. My God, dude, wasn't that that was for that for like a car, like a like he was like a a car salesman, right? That movie. Uh, whatever movie he did with oh. Doctor Ken. Yeah, that movie was a flop, too. Because Dr. Ken was, like, also the guest host, but... Yeah, yeah, it was a group of them. You know, I'll speak on this. Dr. Ken Jong, I like him. Of course, I have to support my Asians, but sometimes he just be way too annoying. I'm sorry. And that 
episode of Raw, he was like way too much. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Bottom five episode, mainly because of Doctor Ken. Yeah. <laughs> like Doctor Ken was cool in the Hangover, but you know sometimes yeah. he he play into the stereotype a little bit too much. Oh yeah. Yes, that's for sure. Yes. Cool alert. And uh, it, it it hurts us. It hurts us. It hurts us. Yeah. yeah. But Can't outside happen. of that, uh, Summerfest 2023 here from uh, Ford Field in Detroit, Michigan. And I started thinking, I looked at the card, you know, after the Battle Royale. And uh, I'm like, who or if anybody was on this card last time they had a show at Ford Field? And I think Oof. nobody who was wrestling. Mm, hard. The only person who appeared who was on the card at Fort Field was MVP. Mm. Crazy. Damn. I think the only other long. people. Yeah. Oh seven. Damn. Like the only other people who I think were even in the company outside of MVP was The Miz and Cody. And they were in developmental. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Anybody in the Battle Royal? Nah. Miss. Yeah. What about Paul Heyman? Uh, nah, he, Paul Heyman nah, was born nah. in 07. Yeah, Wait, he, he left done? December. Okay. December of 2006. After he left the, after that debacle. Yeah, that's true. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I know that kind of like didn't even really count. Listen, hold on, hold on. We're giving that show, we're giving that show the redacted treatment going forward. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the toys in the box show. Yeah. <laughs> that was bad. That, yeah, the the Sandman in the box show. Oof. Oh my God. Yeah, outside of that, I don't think nobody was on the card back at WrestleMania 23. So uh, okay. it was fun. Let's talk about SummerSlam, Summerfest, the biggest party of the summer, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we got the first match of the night out of eight matches. We got Logan Paul versus Ricochet. And uh, they talked about wanting to get that viral moment. So I had low expectations going into this match because I just thought they were going to try too hard to chase that viral moment. Mm-hmm. It was just gonna do a bunch of shit that was unnecessary, but no, nah, it was, it was okay. Like, of course, it was gonna be a spot fest, but it wasn't just doing too much. Uh, Logan Paul, what can I say that hasn't been said about Logan Paul already? <sighs> this man hit a buckshot lariat outside the ring. <laughs> Ooh. Crazy work. I'm gonna get this a B plus because uh, it was it was decent. Y'all knew it was gonna open because uh, Jake Paul. Was in Dallas mm-hmm. fighting Nate Diaz, one of the worst mm-hmm. fights I've ever seen in my life. I didn't but, even uh, watch it. I I watched it because I I needed a palate cleanser. We'll talk more about why I needed a palate <laughs> cleanser. But mm-hmm. I needed a palate cleanser, so I had to turn it on. It was absolutely awful, yeah. awful. People paid for that. Don't know why. People paid for it. But, uh, yeah, Logan Paul, he had to make his brothers fight, and he did. He right. made it on time. So, uh, B-plus for me, what y'all thinking about this match? Uh, that's actually exactly what I said, B-plus. Because um, I, I just keep my grades with me as I watch the show now. Uh, 
listen, I, I, I say this all the time. I don't give two shits about Logan Paul or his dipshit brother, but as far as Logan goes, I can't ever knock or deny the fact that dude is a natural at this. So it's like as long as he just shuts the fuck up and wrestles, I I, I can't say nothing else but that. Like, him and Ricochet was always going to be a good match. It was just, you know, like you said, as opposed to it being just a, a an outright spot fest, they actually, you know, developed some good chemistry. And that's what I was looking for. So to open up the show, it was smart. But I, I give it to him. We give him bleep us. Jess, how you feeling? I agree. I actually kind of have to give it a little bit of an A minus, though, just because it was risky for them to come out and be the first wrestling match that they see. And for them to actually pull it off and kind of like have this good momentum going into the night, I thought that was dope. Um, yeah, I think we mentioned it last week, right, Reek, about like him possibly this be the first match so he could go meet his brother at the boxing match. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad to see that that actually did happen. Um, not that I really care about the Paul brothers, but um, yeah, shout out to Ricochet, Ricochet's uh, Transformer gear too. Yeah, that was fire. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, A- minus for me. Yeah, shout out to the Transformer gear and shout out to Sam Irvin having to say another man's name as the winner. Oh, you, see, you, saw, the, you saw the IG, the, the video of like the the first person view with her? Nah. She was selling it for real. She had like tears in her eyes, everything like that. Oh, <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, yeah, find, yeah, yeah. Find, find that for me and send it to me. Oh, yeah, I got you. Will, how she you good. feeling about this match, man? I just say a very round, even B. It was like, if, if, if an average match would be that B minus C plus, this is just like one little step above an average match. My big worry mm. was, is Ricochet good enough to call a match if shit hits the fan? Right. Because Logan Paul doesn't have the experience to call a match on his own. This was Ricochet's point to be able to go, okay, if shit hits the fan, I can call a match to finish. And he showed that he can call a match to finish. You know what I mean? Hopefully WWE has plans for him. But if not, you know, he would look great in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm-hmm. We've seen him there before. So you're right. You're right. Next up, uh, real quick, I got a question, Reek. <laughs> Talk to How me. many royal families are there in wrestling? Well, a wise man once said that wrestling has more than one royal family. Indeed, they do. And uh, we got Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rhodes. And uh, apparently, this was no DQ. I don't remember anybody ever saying that. Same. I don't remember that either. I don't remember that. <laughs> Explain the rules to me. You know, I'm going to save it for my first rant. I'm going to save it for my first rant. Keep it going. Go ahead. Yeah, apparently this was no DQ. Uh, there was still count outs for whatever reason. And Chad Patton right. just was allowing dudes to use steel steps and what have you. You know what? Mm-hmm. I, I, I got a theory on this. I think I just answered my own question. Because I remember this a few months ago. Brock Lesnar f 5 the shit out of Chad Patton. So he probably didn't want no more smoke. He said, you know what? Hands off. Do your thing. He said, said, you can ring that bell if you want to. I'm on your ass after that. Right. He said, you know what? It's all good. I ain't calling no DQs. Uh, Brock Lesnar's pants ripped, and they just continued to rip more and more throughout the match. Uh, So we almost got cock Lesnar in here. (laughs) Crazy. The real man out his... 
beat that man out his draws. Yeah, literally. Lesnar. Uh, Cody Rhodes gets the win after three consecutive crossroads. Uh, three. He hit one. He hit two. And he hit three crossroads. Yeah. A, a, give me A for this one. It was decent. Uh, how you feeling, Reed? Yeah, yeah I, I went A+. Because, you know, this won't be the last time I'll bring this up. Um, it's the better better side of it. But um, it's something special when you watch guys that go from being great performers, great wrestlers, to being great storytellers. And, I mean, just the metamorphosis of Cody from being a great wrestler to being a great storyteller. Mm-hmm. Matches like this are what that's all about. And I'll always go for a great storyteller over a great wrestler. Having both is great. And I'll watch both, but the storytelling is what gets you hooked. So, I mean, as far as him, you know, with, with, with promos and, and, you know, talking to the crowd, talking to his opponent, and the way he has his, his psychology in his matches, I learned about that in the doc because, you know, he took his acting classes and talking about, you know, yep. uh, range and everything like that. Makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. So it's all kind of coming together now. So this was, this was, this bumped it up to A plus for me easily. Just, I gotta say, I give this an A plus as well. Um, going into it, I kind of wasn't feeling it because like it was the third match, but seeing like how they did the match and the style was a little bit different than the other three. I mean, the other two. I'm happy with the result. I'm happy that we get to move on from this feud. But uh, yes. A plus, man. Will, how you feeling? I feel like the pessimist of the group. Uh, this one, like this one, got a a B plus out of me. I think Cody and okay. Brock okay. are great workers. Understandable. I think Cody and Brock told a good story. I feel like the nature of where they chose to put it in Cody's story, people like were grace like glancing over it. They were mm-hmm. already talking about Cody. What's Cody doing next? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This I'm not saying Brock Lesnar is a cupcake, but this was like Alabama going against Arkansas State because they know they've got Georgia the week after. You know what mm. I mean? And that's almost how the IWC was handling Brock Lesnar here. Like, can we just be on with this so we can see him fight Roman again? Like, that's almost how it felt. And I don't feel like either man really got the uh the roses for telling a good story because had this been anywhere else in their careers this would have been a main event level story 10 times out of 10 you know what i mean so i feel like it was just glanced over because of where it falls now in cody's story yeah you you make a good point uh that's true after this match cody rhodes gets his hand raised by brock lesnar uh apparently an unplanned moment is brock done no, no, actually, I, I I was uh debating whether or not to put that in the rumors, but uh apparently he is booked for Fastlane. Fastlane, the, really? Not the next pay per view, right. but the pay per view after right. that. So okay, yeah, ain't done yet. Hmm. I hope so y'all know what to do. Cody Brock tag team for <laughs> Sammy. <No. laughs> nah, man. One word, one name, one syllable. No, two syllables, my bad. Lashley. Nah. Oh. Nah. 
I, I have I have nothing else to contribute here. <laughs> I see. I see. Oh, 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 oh. Two yeah. big men with big chests. And big and muscles. Big muscles. <laughs> Bumping meat. Bumping meat. Yes, sir. Okay, oh, yeah, I got okay. a little bit to talk about that here coming up. But okay. next up, we had uh, the Slim Jim Battle Royal. You know, got to get that check. For sure. Mm-hmm. Where Slim Jim get this money from, fam? I don't know. Right. <laughs> they been, they went, they went down in the basement and uh, broke the glass, got that emergency stash right. out. Cause right. I haven't seen a Slim Jim commercial in Lord knows how long. Man, I listen, I don't see Slim Jims unless I go into 7-Eleven. Right. I don't see them in a regular store. I don't see them nowhere. Unless I go to Sam's Walmart, that Macho Man money. Probably, they probably still get Macho Man. Oh yeah. So yeah, we got the uh, Slim Jim Battle Royal featuring the return of Omos, Omos. AKA, aka Nick Zilla, mm-hmm. aka <laughs> Big Black Nigga. It was a welcome surprise. So you can't have a battle royal without the seven foot three Nigerian giant. Mm-hmm. But if we get LA Knight eliminating Sheamus to win, aka this was the here nigga damn match. <laughs> you want an LA Knight on the show here, nigga damn? You want LA Knight to win here, nigga damn? I'm gonna give it a C though. It wasn't nothing special. Yeah, it wasn't nothing special. Right. Uh they did incorporate a lot of stories though, so I, I can't appreciate that. Even the ones I'm tired of seeing, like Karrion Cross and AJ Styles. Mm. But glad to see Karrion Cross getting his check too. So, uh, LA Knight, is he the king of sponsored matches? I mean, Ooh. what are we at? Two, uh, two for two on the year? Yeah, two for two. LA Knight. Yikes. Oh boy. I don't know. Man. He almost won the Dre. He did. It was close. So that would He would have been three for three. Mm. Yeah, he probably got it because I, I don't know what other. What other company's gonna rise from the dead before the year is out? But mm. uh, right, I well, I'm gonna say no because I think, and I don't know how it took so long for them to get to the consensus that hey, we should push this dude. But uh, it's looking like he's gonna get something decent in the next you know couple of weeks or so. So mm-hmm. probably, maybe not, maybe not, maybe somebody else gonna take the spot. Hey, how you feeling about the uh, the battle royal? I thought it was pretty good. Oh, I thought it was pretty I mean, good. I mean, like, oh my bad. Go ahead. Sorry. I just, I just gave it a B. Like, I know what was gonna happen, what was expected. Like, it's standard at this point. I, I, I gave it a B mainly for the surprise of Omar showing up and mm. giving just the slightest bit of doubt. You know, spend some disbelief a little bit. But we knew what time it was supposed to be. Yeah, for sure. Go ahead, Jess. Yeah, my bad. Um. Yeah, I, I the same thing. I kind of give it like a, a C plus, just because you kind of already figure what was going to happen. And uh, like I was talking about this on Get Show, yes, on the other last night was like I kind of went to go get some food at this time, you know, just because you kind of already knew what the outcome was going to be. I'm happy for LA night, but I was like, yeah, I'm gonna take this time to go use the bathroom. That's what people do. 
How you feeling about the Battle Royal Real? In any comments? I'll give it a P. It was like a pass fell. I'll just say it passed. Yeah. That's it. It was there. <laughs> Didn't do much right. of anything. Uh I think uh I think our positivity on this show, this is where it stops. Oh, for sure. Uh because Look, next up, next up in an MMA rules match. Shayna Baszler defeats Ronda Rousey. Just I'm gonna give it a, up now. I'm gonna give it an F plus. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, I ain't never seen an F plus grade ever in y'all life. But I'm never. giving it an F plus because the plus is coming from Ronda Rousey taking that L. And it just, you know, gave, you know, gave me good memories of, of the past, of the Holly Holmes and Amanda Nunez <laughs> of the world. Uh, outside of that. Terrible match. Terrible spot on the card. Absolutely destroyed the little bit of momentum that we have built up at this point in the show. And uh, a lot of stuff on the on the show, it was peaks and valleys, a lot of mid from here on out. And this was the, uh, the absolute basis of that. Uh, and it was very unfortunate because going into this, I was expecting, oh, MMA rules, that's right up the alley of these two women. They can go out there and do their right. thing. I'm thinking they're going to go in there and do some shit. No, they literally did a work MMA match. No cage, no nothing. You know, it was a callback to the Holly Holm fight with uh, Ronda Rousey. Shayna, like, kicks her in the head and she kind of gets a little loopy. That was a cool little callback. Outside of that, I'm upset. Thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, TC, what did I? What was the only thing I asked for when, when we when we talked about this match? The one thing I asked for for them to do here: be themselves, do what they know what to do. They yeah, both yeah. came from the UFC, but but I said you got to put it in the cage. Yeah, put it in the fight. Pit. Put it in the cage. Cage something. But the reason I said put it in the cage is because you were going to mask to some degree the. God awful work attempted punches that they were throwing and kicking and all sorts of stuff. That was god awful. Will, you watch MMA too. You've seen these two fight, I'm sure. So if you are going to try to feign a little bit of, you know, some MMA style, you you you're gonna have a little bit of a problem doing that in pro wrestling. At least if you're in a cage, you can disguise the fact that. None of those punches looked even remotely close. Shane McMahon has thrown better punches than that. Honestly. Hold on a minute, player. And th listen, listen. Him and Ronda Rousey could have a contest as to who got the worst work punches. She couldn't punch in UFC. Why do you think she's going to be able to work punches in WWE? That's god awful. And uh, listen, the only reason I gave this a D plus, by the way, only reason I kept this above an F is the fact that they did the right thing that I also wanted, which was Shane to go over. But even that was deflating because it's like this whole thing was just a roll around like attempt at a sparring session it was not good it wasn't good at all there was just a couple stiff shots in there where i was like okay i think we're going to turn it up a little bit and then we just went back to the back to the usual now in their defense i have heard that creative had different ideas that they had for so maybe there was a bit of a disconnect and they just had to do what they they you know got asked to do fine outside of that this was trash, absolute trash. And 
there's there's not a whole lot I can say to redeem it. It just I was I was excited about this because of the prospect of a Shayna push. Mm-hmm. I could argue for any of those detractors to her character that you know what, why give her a push after this? I can't argue with them if they say that. That's my problem. Yeah, hype packages didn't make it any better. Hype packages make you think it was all right. We in for something, but nah. Yeah, right. How you yeah. feel about this one, Jess? The same thing. Like the package just totally like caught me in a loop. I'm like, okay, this could be cool. But then, like you said, doing a work MMA match like just doesn't hit when you know they can really hit each other. You know, like that one shot that Shayna did to Ronda. Okay, that was pretty cool. But after that spot, like it, it didn't. It didn't really do what I thought. Like what Reek and y'all are saying. Like it didn't really hit the way I thought. Five pit, yes, would have been great. Lions Den would have been great. Motherfucker, Stu Hart's dungeon basement match. Remember that? Like that would have yeah, been Yeah, this is also a dead severing kids Semrock ship. Oh, right, yeah. right. Like yeah. all that shit would have been that would have been up their alley. And um, I think like I know we're we're just gonna be like on a negative train right now, but like I felt like we could have had Trish and Becky in this spot instead of this match. Yeah. And it was crazy. They they had a better type of match like this in NXT like a month ago. Yes. Yes. And I yes. And, and you just mentioned Dan Severn. I hope he wasn't watching this neither because he would have just been shaking his head <laughs> in utter disgust. Because Dan Severn came from Dan, Dan Severn was the pioneer his of grave. coming for coming from MMA to going to to, to pro wrestling right. and was still legit. You still yeah. couldn't mess right. with him. That right. was I'm wrong just, too. Embarrassing, exactly. That was embarrassing that everything that they done went and did for the business. Terrible. Will. A plus match of the night, man. Tough. Get the- no. <laughs> 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 no, I agree with everything. F. <laughs> F, 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 and everything. Mm-hmm. Again, Ken Shamrock and Hart in the dungeon, the brawl for all. Even as recently as two years ago with the Jake Hager and AEW stuff, you can't do a work. You can't do oh, a I forgot work about that bullshit. fight and make it look good. And they've proven time and time again, this will never work out in your favor. And it's not just a WWE thing. Every promotion that's ever tried this shit has failed at it. Blood sport, do a real fight or jobs. do a worked fight. Don't do this blend of the two. Right. You have two people that could legit beat the shit out of each other and make it look good safely. They could go in there and have an MMA fight in a 20-foot ring, and it'd be awesome. And instead, they made them do a fake MMA fight, which was dumb. Which, it, 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 the other part of it that pissed me off of what you just said, right? We just talked about this last week. If you are best friends with somebody right if you guys are like this perfect example triple h and Shawn michaels if you guys are that tight kevin you and can work you can kevin and sammy you can push the boundaries as you work your matches so even the stuff that looks over the top like oh maybe that's not safe they can do it because they got it like that why is Shayna and ronda any different especially considering that they have done both mma and wrestling for a significant amount of time doesn't make no sense yeah, I agree. What a disappointment this was. You know what? It didn't Six take away. Ass. It was. 
but it, it didn't take away from my excitement of this next match. Because what we had right here was two big men with big chests mm-hmm. and big muscles. <laughs> what was they doing? Bumming meat. <laughs> Gunther yes. Yes. puts the Intercontinental Championship on the line versus leftover lasagna Drew McIntyre. Gunther came out there looking Ooh. like a sleep paralysis demon during his entrance. Y'all see that? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. I just That's seen good. the new Insidious a couple days ago, man. So it was okay, gave me, okay, gave me some okay. nightmares, low key. I see. Oof. I see what you're doing. Shout out to Gunther, okay. man. Uh A plus on this one, cause cause come on now. Come on now. Uh Drew McIntyre hasn't held the Intercontinental title since I was in high school. So this would have been yeah. a, um new. But uh, I'm gonna get this an A plus, man. You already know what it is. Uh Big meaty men slapping me. It was always going to be my favorite match of the night. And uh, that did not change. Uh, 417 days for Gunther as the Intercontinental Champion. He is a month and some change away. 37 days to be exact. I'm passing up Honky. Tonk man. Yes, please. Please. Honky Tonk man. Got to be politically correct on here. Uh, yeah. A plus for me, man. Gunther has all the leverage for a potential rematch now. You know Drew want a rematch. And uh I'm interested in in seeing a rematch that uh Gunther will probably end up winning if it's at payback, because I think <coughs> payback is it's payback after. No, yeah, I, I was thinking payback is just before he passes up Honky Tonk's record. So probably yeah, it should be right come away champion there too but uh reek what how you feeling about this uh same thing a plus uh it, well it was i said it might be my match of the night and because everything went smoothly uh i'm keeping it my match of the night uh i i had already picked going through we know because i said nothing's gonna happen until he passes Humpty talk um but this was mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't better than him and sheamus i will say that but oh, they no, definitely they definitely pushed it, you know, to to get it close. You know what I'm saying? Like it's um it's about what I expected. You know, we got everything now. You know, Ham and Sheamus, the triple threat, this one. It, it was all gonna be some some classic stuff. Uh, but I would love to see them do it again. Uh, especially like Gunther when he starts getting triggered, you know what I'm saying, getting that, oh, that yeah. last flurry, it's just like watching a a, a Hulk smashing stuff, like Right. He's going ham in that last sequence. I love it. Like, you got to give me more of that. Drew Drew McIntyre, him, all three of them, the three of them, him, Sheamus, and all, they are all nutcases, and they could do this forever, so I will watch it forever. Just keep giving me more. So if Payback is a rematch, do it up. Throw a stipulation in there. Make it fun. Shout out to Gunther getting triggered. He got that, uh, hold on, y'all got me fucked up energy down pat. Hell yeah. <laughs> Jess, how you feeling about this one? Come on. I mean, this is you know this is gonna hit. Like as soon as you saw this match and it was book, you know it was gonna hit. I don't think Gunther, ever since he's been the IC champ, has had a bad match. You know, and when you put Drew in there, it's just a recipe for goodness. Mm-hmm. But if I wanna say one negative thing, I thought the pacing was just a little slow to start off. Like, I mean, yes, they have to kind of build into the whole thing of them wrestling. But I think I think 
it was good because we just seen like this the debacle of a match previous. They had to find a way in order to get the crowd back into it. So, you know, I just thought the pacing was just a, a, a touch slow just to start. But overall, A+. plus. So, Will. This was my match of the night, legitimately this time. Um, I thought it was well done from beginning to end, but you kind of knew that going into it. Uh, the only match I thought that could outdo this one was going to be either Finn and Seth, which we haven't got to yet, and the main event, which we obviously haven't got to yet. Um, but in my opinion, this was the best executed wrestling match. Mm-hmm. So when it comes yes. to just flat in-ring work, this was the best match of the night. Not the best story, but the best match. Right. Yeah, for sure. I think we all on the same accord with that one. A pluses, A's, all that, all around from everybody. Uh, next up for the World Heavyweight Championship, Seth freaking Rollins. Please say the freaking versus Finn Balor. Seven years after their first encounter at SummerSlam in the inaugural Universal Championship matchup. I'm going to give this one an A, even though I dozed off during the intros and I woke up, it's the middle of the match. I didn't really miss much. Uh, I actually started to pick up around the time I woke up. Like shortly after I woke up, here comes Damian Priest with the briefcase. Oh, here comes Rhea Ripley and Dom on the other side. <laughs> Finn almost won. And you yes. know what? I was I was down for it. I was like, if Finn wins, I'm with it. Uh, Damian Priest, though, accidentally cost Finn uh curb stump onto the briefcase. Seth Rollins gets the win. Uh, I just want to say, keep big head ass JD McDonough away from this group. I see him trying to advocate, <laughs> talking about Finn deserves better. Like he trying to weasel his no. Oh no, please. I I actually enjoyed the Judgment Day. Yeah, I do too. How you feeling about this, Reed? Um, I mean, it's a whole lot of rinse repeat. Like this was just money in the bank with a little more tension added to it. Mm. Um, but because Seth and Finn don't miss, I'm going to give it an A minus. Um, you know, I could watch same thing I said with, with Gunther Drew. I could watch these matches all day. Um, I was a little surprised they didn't just let Finn go over. You know, uh. We're just going to keep adding to that, you know, him and DP having this tension about, you know, the money in the bank and him costing them the match, all this other stuff. That's cool. But you could also do that if the title was involved. But I don't know. Um, I don't know what, what we move Seth on to after this because, you know, he's the, the everyman champion. He's going to throw challenges out to whoever, but. Uh, I, I don't know. This 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 was just what I expected it to be. So I'm not going too in depth about it here. Give me Seth versus the Miz. Not a bad call. Ooh, like That's the Miz. Bad. You know the Miz. He that breaking case of an emergency individual that well, you need. I, I'll be cool with that. I just I need him to get the heat back. Like I don't need Goofy Miz. I need yeah. 20, 2016 mm. talking smack miss. I need that miss because that yes. miss. I said at the time, give him everything. Yeah, me because I was behind it. But if you giving me goofy miss, I don't, I don't care for it. Okay. I had Miz winning the Rumble around that era, so like, yeah, he was, he was legit. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll accept twenty ten yeah. Miz. Honestly, twenty ten Miz wasn't that bad. I ain't going that far. You, you, you <laughs> like Alex Riley. Uh, 
Alex Riley was more over with me than the Miz was at what? that time. Yes. What? what? <laughs> I said. I said what I said. God damn it. Hey, listen. Alex Riley was more over with me than the Miz listen, was in 2010. The Miz was the first person to get me cheering against Randy Orton. <laughs> wow. So okay. that says a lot about him. Uh, just oh, how you feeling man. about this match, man? For me, like. I enjoyed it. Obviously, you know, I wanted Judgment Day to have all the gold, but you know, DP and Finn Balor, they got to work out their differences in order for them to continue this, but personally, I wanted Finn Balor to win. I like the match. I'm still going to rock with it. I'm still going to give it an an 8. I just wanted Judgment Day to have all the gold, but I don't know. Finn Balor and all them, they got to figure out their situation. Yeah, for sure. Will, are we late? A minus. My only critique is I don't think every faction in your promotion needs dissension at the same time. I've been saying that for weeks. That's my big takeaway. I don't think there has to be dissension in everything. Some people can get along, man. (laughs) There should, you know what? I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. I was about to. to (laughs) Uh, I'm going to just move on to the next match and hold that thought. Uh, next match yeah. for the women's championship. So they changed the names, and I got to remember what's what. Uh, this is the actual just regular women's championship. Oscar, Charlotte Flair, and Bianca Belair. I was looking forward to this one going into the match. I even had the, the hype packages individually on SmackDown, and it just seemed like a huge, huge, huge deal. Uh, let me get us to see. I'm going to get this a C. Uh, Bianca Belair, at some point, pops her knee. And I don't know whether it's legit or not. If it's not, shout out to that woman because she worked the hell out of me. I even offered up my ACL. Right there on the spot. I did. I said, hey, hey, take mine. I I don't need it. I don't wrestle. You're the greatest woman's wrestler I might have ever seen in my life. Take it. And then she ran back into the ring. I was like, ah, they had me in the first half. Damn right there. I got worked. I I like to admit when I got worked, getting worked is fun. Y'all don't like getting worked. Y'all get mad when y'all get worked and just ah. But if if you watch it back, she kind of told on herself because she grabbed that the right knee first and then came back and was grabbing the left one. Mm. So she told on herself. I didn't pay that much attention to it. So yeah, she comes back in. She gets a four fifty on. Well, everybody thought was a torn ACL. Crazy work. And I was like, yeah, this 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 is it right here. Bianca gets the win. She wins. And I'm excited. You know, and then I hear that slap. Mm-hmm. Because EO got a slap. Ooh. And then I was like, fuck. Been here before. Yep. You know what happened. <laughs> and you know what? Ugh. It just gave me flashbacks to two years ago at SummerSlam. And two years ago at SummerSlam, you know how I was feeling? I'm upset. And that's why I gave this match a C. Because, you know, the match itself, it was cool. But just like every single time Asuka is a champion, she's a third wheel of whatever other hot feud is going on 
And then she's just like, oh, we got to get the championship on them some way. We got to get it off of Asuka. And it's like every time Asuka is a champion is pretty underwhelming. I don't get that. Uh, EO came in, cashed on Bianca. Shout out to her. I'm not mad at it. I'm not, I mean, I'm mad at it, but I'm not mad at EO. I like EO winning her first singles championship on the main roster. Damage control, on the other hand, and I've been saying this for almost a year now. They debuted at SummerSlam last year, and I wasn't feeling it. I was like, why is EO a lackey of Bailey? Why is EO a lackey in general to anybody? Right. I thought she should have defected months ago. There was, like Will was saying, doesn't have to be dissension in every stable or faction. But this one kind of made sense because it's Bailey. And Bailey hasn't done a damn thing since she lost the championship in 2020 to Sasha. Hasn't done anything. Can y'all name me something Bailey's done that was really notable? Nothing. Nothing. So, I, no. yeah, I, I'm thinking like, you know, her and, you know, being jealous of EO winning the money in the bank and whatnot makes sense. But no, here she comes helping her. Damage control. Fetch. It's fetch. Stop trying to make it happen. <laughs> right. right. How you feeling about this, Reed? Mixed emotions. Real mixed emotions. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give the match an A. Because the match, honestly, it you know, it, it's the longest match on the card, mm. but they they took their time with it, and they built it to a beautiful crescendo. It was also a here nigga so damn I, thing, too. It, it was. Uh, you think the women is already here, nigga damn? I, 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 I appreciate the fact that they put this together. And this is the second part of watching a great storyteller put something together because I listen, when I seen Bianca hit the floor and I seen the way she was reacting, I dropped to my knees and I was begging God, please. Cause I was not going to be okay. If this was legitimate. Oh, and what, uh, what oh, do we have Lord. here? Oh my Lord. He didn't do this to me. He didn't do this to me. You don't love me. He, you're not doing this to me right now. What? I, you're not doing this to me right now. I not just, in this match. I just, I just wanted to come in and send my condolences. I was, I was petty last night on Get Show. You'll hear it. I've had 24 hours. I, I've been there. I understand. I've heard the Matt let it play out. You know, everything that I thought was supposed to happen was going to happen was going to go my way, and it didn't. I, I know where you're at. So I'm, I'm here to say I got your back. All right. We, just we, we ignore didn't everything I said last night that was really petty on get you when you listen back to it. That's terrible. Welcome. We didn't even get there yet, but welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh in the middle of the show, we sent them the invite. He said he might pull up. He pulled up. I wasn't expecting it. Uh from the Smacking It Raw podcast, from the Getting Off Podcast, the HWBIC, the Damn it, I messed up the intro. I wasn't expecting you. Patron Welcome. saint of podcast. Patron saint of podcasting from, again, the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub, the Warden Matt Ritter. Welcome back. What's going on? We uh we almost done, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, I tried to slide in, and you guys hadn't started the meeting yet, and then we had some stuff to do, and I got a little break. So I was like, let me see if they're still recording just so I can come on, tell Reek I love him. I'm sorry. I know... It was a bad night for him. I've been there and show him a little support after being really petty last night. So, mm, 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 mm. and and there's I don't know how long you're staying, but uh, there was something that I am going to say, and I planned on saying it well before I thought you were pulling up. 
because I would be a hypocrite, but we're not going to talk about that just yet. Uh, Reek, you said you fell down to the knees when the law yeah, came. Yeah, because I saw, I saw Bianca and uh, I was I was praying to my God because I, I really, I was scared, like I'm sure we all were. And, uh, yeah, you know, then, then she proceeded to pull the Mick Foley as they carry hey, her, carrying her I got, away. I got a soundbite right quick. Oh, Lord. This is me. This is me when I see oh. Bianca got hurt. Don't play like that. Are you, are you serious? <laughs> My bad. Go ahead. Yeah, man. Oh, but, that's confessions. Right. But that, again, the, the storytelling of it, because once she came back, it kicked the match into a whole nother gear. Now you're oh. hanging on every word of it. The thing about the ending. I had put EO to the back of my mind the, the day the morning started because I watched SmackDown that morning to catch up. And I saw Charlotte's vignette where she pointed out that not only is she undefeated in these triple threat matches as a challenger, she's undefeated at SummerSlam in general. Charlotte so tapped now, in. Like, yeah, now I'm sitting up there like, oh, shoot. And I told somebody this. I'm like, well, now, don't be surprised if she wins. So now I'm still focused on the end result. And because... Bianca coming back in just jolted me and got me locked into the screen just to see what happens to the end of this. I just, I jumped up when she won. I was like, let's go. And then I heard the music and I'm like, y'all not doing this to me right now. Mm-mm-mm. Y'all not doing this to me right I love EO. I love EO since his NXT, since he turned heel in NXT. Why you had to do it tonight? Why we couldn't wait for SmackDown? Why we couldn't sell the injury ankle to the SmackDown? Why we couldn't let her have the night? Right. Come on. Come on, man. But because it's SummerSlam and apparently it's fuck Bianca at SummerSlam. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. That's exactly what it is. Cause I cause I was there too. Mm-hmm. And uh I could I can speak for the two of us there. There was a collective loss of oxygen from the audience. We all were stuck in place. Nobody in or, our section, surprisingly, was like, I mean, it's, it's Becky, right? Yeah. You would think. Yeah. And on TV, and like, in the, I mean, people were cheering. I'm not saying people weren't cheering. I'm just saying people in our section. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not feeling it. Just gone. Just gone. Yeah. But I, I, I still I still give the match an A. The, the match was fantastic. And EO winning, I give that. Um. Because I'll be honest, I was expecting a Bailey turn before we got here, but I guess we're gonna Same. probably gonna get it now. Cause I the best way to do it is when no one's expecting it, because they're doing all this love fest shit and all this stuff, stuff at the press conference. The best time to do it would be the next SmackDown ever after. Cause uh, like you just said, Bailey hasn't been doing nothing. So you might as well start doing something. Facts. Just real quick, how you feel? Uh, I mean, y'all basically took the words out of my mouth. I like I like the match. I like that Bianca won. I hate what they did to her. Eo winning, that's cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, like just just I was saying this last night. Like this is like the third time this happened. Like they did the thing with Becky. They did the thing with Damage Control. You know, they couldn't just let her like have that win. And then now they did this thing with uh, with the cash in. Which which was pretty crazy, like the way Bianca won the match too. Like I've never seen something like that, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I'm with y'all. When um, I just agree, it's just all bad. Will. 
hot trash garbage. And I am a Charlotte Flair purist. I say she's one of the goats. Bianca is a very mm-hmm. close number two in this generation without question. This match from beginning to end wasn't a triple threat match. This match was a two-person match that ran like hockey lines. So Oscar it was, the third yes. wheel, like I said. Exactly. It was Bianca versus Charlotte, and then Oscar would be in, and then Oscar got hurt, and it was Oscar versus Charlotte, and then Charlotte got taken out, and then it was Bianca versus – and it was – they worked a two-person match with lines. And I don't think if you're going to work a match like that, we should be able to see your spots form. And they allowed the timing of their spots to form, which allowed us to see that they were working a two-person match in lines. So it was yeah. the little baby Bianca. And, uh, and I think three of the best workers in the business right now, as far as female competitors go, Charlotte and Bianca are two of the best wrestlers not male or female, just two of the best wrestlers right now. Mm-hmm. And for them to put this out, I the only spoiler I saw at the New South show was EO Sky cashing in. And I was like, fuck yeah, I popped for it. That's the only spoiler I got. And then I watched how they did it. And I was like, hot trash. I hate that they shit on Bianca at SummerSlam again. I hate that they beat, they ruined Charlotte's undefeated at SummerSlam record to do it this right. way. Like, there's so many bad things about this match when this could have been this, like, saving grace for their women's division. And instead, it left a lot of people going, it's cool, but why? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Triple H doesn't care about black wrestlers. (laughs) And now we got to cut the Chris Tucker. (laughs) (laughs) The Kanye West. (laughs) By the way, hi, Just. Hi, Will. Doing? Love you. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, man? This is, What's up? What's I was up? being professional. This is the first day on the job with Young Kings. I had to, you know, like... I mean, they're used to me, so I, I don't think you could do... Reek, uh, we... Well, first off, Bianca. Like, it sucks that they did to Bianca, right? But however, this is how the Money in the Bank works. She wins the title. She's injured. Someone cashes in on her. It's, it, it, it is the story. And we also now can add a, another title to her championship accomplishments and the fact that she beat Charlotte at WrestleMania or at SummerSlam, the first person to do it, you know? So. Ada. It's fair. Charlotte didn't lose. I mean, she didn't win. She didn't lose. Her her undefeated streak is over. Only one person that match. Nobody else gets a win in that column. That, that, that is true. Like, like I said, it's not it's not EO. I'm I'm glad EO got it. I'm just like, it was just poorly done. It was the execution yeah. of it all that sucked. Who booked this yes. crap? Yeah, right. Uh, I want to know who's the producer on this. No, actually, Ooh, I'm saw- saving I'm saving that for the next thing. Oh, I'm gonna. Pull I, 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 I got I got a li- I got a list of producers. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay them after uh we get oh, more matches. So okay, Bobby Roode, oh, Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode. Uh, in our main event. That it's explains time. everything. <laughs> it's time <laughs> for the main event. I don't do a good Mark Henry voice at all. Uh, Roman Reigns versus Jay Uso. Tribal combat for the uh, WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship. Also for the title of the Tribal Chief. And uh, I just got one thing to summarize in regards to this because for years now 
every time Roman Reigns wrestles on a PLE, pay-per-view, whatever you want to call it, I started off with an A++++++. Because this is the mm. big dog we're talking about. It's the head of the table. It's the tribal chief. It's the one, Oos. And you know what? Streak is over. I'm giving this a D. I'm giving this Ooh. match a D. Because listen, my boy. Listen, we all seen Black Panther, right? Yes. Yes. You know, you challenge for the throne, which is basically tribal combat. I'm thinking it's gonna be like Black Panther. I'm thinking, you know, the whole Wakanda about to pull up, the whole village of the Anawaii family pulling up, man. You know, I was expecting, like I said last week, I'm thinking the whole fam's, you know, pulling up. I was at least expecting Alpha Seeker and Rikishi, if nobody else ain't even get that. I'm thinking it's about to be music and dance. I'm about to, I'm thinking all that shit. Right, right. Tribal decorations all around. I'm thinking it's gonna look real fly. No elders pulled up. So I was already iffy. This Jay Uso came out there. You know what? All them fans going crazy for Jay Uso. Reek, was that not me at SummerSlam when we went? Oh, for sure it was. It that was me. Cool. I was hyped. So, like, you know, uh, I, I was iffy, though. When when I didn't see no elders, it just seemed mad normal. They didn't even make it super special. They just, oh, it's just a no disqualification. That's all it is. It already didn't seem like a big deal. So my expectations were low. The match, still solid, as expected. I didn't expect nothing from the in-ring work to be different from what we got. But it looked like Jay Uso was going to fulfill the, the prophecy that we've been speaking about for years. And then somebody, somebody put this in my head on Friday night. And they was like, man, what if I, I don't got time to find the exact tweet? I'm paraphrasing. He said, what if? They do like they did Jeff Hardy and Edge at the Royal Rumble in 2009 with Matt Hardy come down there and cost Jeff Hardy the championship. Oh. They put that in my ear. And I, I was on my usher. For real, don't play like that. Like, <laughs> but that's exactly what happened. Jimmy Uso comes yeah. out there dressed exactly how their little brother Solo Sokoa was dressed at Clash at the mm-hmm. Castle in an all-black hoodie, pulls Jay Uso out of the ring, kicks him, puts him back in the ring. Roman gets the win. You know, I don't even know how Roman got the win at this point. I don't. I I tuned out immediately. I was like, yo, fuck this shit, bro. I'm upset. Because, you know, we all have good days. We all have bad days, right? This is human nature. Some days right. we're going, we might have a fantastic day. And then that night, something happens that evening, totally ruins it. Or you might have a hmm. string of bad days. You might have the worst work week ever. But you just like, man, I can't wait for the weekend. Because like, you got something to look forward to. So for the last three years, no matter if I had a good week or if I had a bad week, I always look forward to watching SmackDown on Friday night. Because you know what? I had the bloodline to look forward to. I had Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, to look forward to. And you know what? I also had other stuff to look forward to on the show, too. We had Bianca. We had Seth at some point on SmackDown. Sasha Banks, Naomi. All this good stuff. I love SmackDown. 
And I love this storyline of the bloodline, but you know what? We have officially jumped the shark with this one after this match, in my opinion. Just doing too much. Because now we're just getting real convoluted. Why Jimmy Uso turning on Jay Uso for? You know what? I tell hashtag you niggas all the time to let stuff play out. And that's what I'm going to do. I don't have no choice. I'm not going to stop watching the show. I'm not going to stop enjoying it. But you know what? I'm not going to enjoy it as much. Uh, I don't watch The Walking Dead. Do any of y'all watch The Walking Dead? Or I Lord, do, yeah. When it was on air. So it's, it still this, is. They got like spinoffs. Yeah, they, yeah, this new spinoff. But the OG, the OG Walking Dead just ended like mm. last year. Right. The ratings were the first like six seasons of The Walking Dead. Ratings was crazy. Right. Right. And then this and this is Googleable. This is Googleable. The episode when Negan killed Glenn, the ratings just fell off. This is that moment. This is the Negan killing Glenn moment of this storyline. Because it's, it's not going to be as good as it was before. It's not. And you know what? Just like Walking Dead fans, I'm still going to watch. But you know, it ain't going to be as good as it was before. Right. How you feeling, So, Rick? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Reek. Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead. No, you, you you don't get priority over here. You came late. Well, uh, just yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. I, no, Rick, go ahead. No, I want to hear what I'm you saving. say. Oh, you gonna say all right, saving. all right, all right, saving. Oh, you saving? Just go okay. I make my I make mine quick. Um, you just brought back an emotional, uh, mental uh issue. Uh, when you talked about the Glenn episode, yeah, Glenn was Asian too. He was one of your boys. That's what I'm saying. And he was a popular character. Anyway, I don't want I don't want to get emotional anymore. But <laughs> Yes, just gonna start crying and shit. What for real? One hundred percent. Like I don't understand why Jay and they're having the brothers and all that. I know that they talked about it in an interview that they want to have a feud before one of them retires. But like I said last night, I don't want. I didn't want the Hardys to fight, and I didn't want to see the Usos fight because I don't think anyone really wants to see this. You know. And um, yeah, I they mean, tried it with the Hardys like three times, and that shit didn't. Yeah, work. and it just didn't hit. It just didn't hit. And um, yeah, like I, I kind of felt like this. This was kind of a lackluster match, kind of like what y'all were saying. Um, it was still pretty decent, but as far as like the Gunther match and the Rollins and Finn and all those other ones, this was kind of a low bar. Uh, you know, so I had to give it like an A, uh, maybe a B, maybe a B plus, maybe a B plus. I, I'll be nice. I'll give it like a B plus, but um, but yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Oh, you got some more to say, Jess? Uh, I was just gonna say last night Vince said the same thing about how you thought it was gonna be like the Black Panther scene with Killmonger and T'Challa. He said the same thing, so y'all on the same page. Disappointment, man. See, everybody expecting stuff. Will, how you feel? <laughs> the only redeeming factor of this match was the story. And then they shit the bed. Um, I've been saying it. TC, you and I are on the same wavelength, I feel like. Because I've been saying for weeks on Botch Spots that they will eventually go to this well one too many times and it's going to be dry. And I think this may have been that moment for them. Because this is the first time in the entire storyline where I've seen more people on Twitter going, why than, oh my God, this is the best shit in wrestling ever, blah, blah, blah. This is the first time where everybody's going, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Why now? Why here? I agree. 
Reek. Do I do I need to do I need just to say you? it? I want to hear this so bad. I know we we definitely went over time. That's it. I'm upset. Before I get into that tangent, let me just say this. Because this was the trifecta of the the matches that we announced stipulations and we don't seem to know what the hell we're doing with these stipulations. Like MMA rules. Brock and Cody was a singles match, right? Nothing was said about no disqualification, nothing like that. This man picked up steel steps and knocked him into Brock Lesnar and nothing was said. Now, we, we, we clarified our theory. Yeah, we clarified yeah, our say, theory. You got your theory about that. I can ignore, I can forget that. Then we get to the MMA rule stuff. I already talked about that. That was nonsensical. And we know why. But this was unforgivable. Because you sat there and you put vignettes up. You put past wrestlers in animated version form and all this other stuff. You had Paul Heyman explain it in depth because he's such a great narrator about how important this was and what it meant. You couldn't get nobody to fly out. You couldn't have you couldn't have tribal lumberjacks. You couldn't put spears around the ring. You couldn't do nothing at all. I'm saying at least have both of them dudes pops if nobody else. Point is, and I'm gonna make this quick and get to my real rant. Announce stipulations that mean shit or don't announce them at all. Mm-hmm. Point blank period. Now. Oh, he took the glasses off. Paul Levesque. It's super serious. Bruce Pritchard. Count your days. Count every one of your days. Jason Jordan. Michael Hayes. Count your days, sir. Include them two. Count your days. November of 2021. I came on this show, as I do every week. And I had an epiphany with my brother here. I said to you, Jey Uso may not seem like it right now, but you can position him to go on a story to where the singles, in-ring work, the character development can progress to such a level that his cousin can put him in a position on a big show, on a big stage to put him over because I thought that this was the goal of this the entire time. I thought the whole point of the bloodline was to elevate all of them, which they have as a tag team. Mm-hmm. But you started this off by feuding with Jet, right? First two matches, uh, some of the 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 most depth we've ever seen from Jay outside of what he does with Jimmy. So now, two years go by. And we have seen that no matter what the situation is, when they're feuding against somebody, when Sami Zayn infiltrated and colonized the bloodline, no matter what it was, Jay was at the center of it all. When there was turmoil, he was the one rubbing his temples, going through it, snapping, being a mad dog anytime somebody showed up, being the right-hand man. There was just so many different layers to Jay that by the time we got to 2023, there's nothing that says that Jay can't go on a run. But first, we had to get through WrestleMania. We had to get through Cody Rhodes. And I was of the belief, I think we all were, that that was the time. We were writing the epitaph of Roman Reigns' title reign because it was pretty much set and done. But they said no. 
Cody's got to go through the hard times road, and that's what he's been on ever since. And it's not the time. Fine. What I said that night was, if Cody is not the one at WrestleMania, give me Jay. Because it goes back to my prophecy. And sure enough, we built a beautiful story. Finally, he breaks free of the, the, the mental shackles and manipulations of a Roman Reigns. And we come full circle because he did it for his brother. That's why he became subservient to Roman in the first place, was for his brother. I'm about to get to him in a second. But this was the, this was the moment that he snapped and said, I'm done. I don't need to beat you. And I said this last week, I don't need to beat you for the championship. I don't need to beat you for the tribal chief. I need to beat you for me because I need that. I need to know that I beat you. And I pinned you once already in London. Now I'm going to do it again. But this time I'm going to take something from you. So for people that want to say, oh, not Jay, it wasn't necessary. Listen, you don't put someone on a story trajectory like that and have them go through so much character development and in-ring work, psychology work, everything step by step by step. You don't put someone on a three-year path like that just to go segue him into another feud at all. Like, it didn't have to be definitive. It didn't have to last long. He just needed to, if you were going to do it, just let him have a moment in the sun. Everybody had theirs at some point in time. People, when there's a groundswell of support behind it and the story is that good, it just demands that satisfaction of the moment, even if the moment is brief, right? But the part that made it worse for me was who did it. Because Jimmy is the reason why Jay is free. Jimmy's the reason why they split off, why Jay finally said, I'm done. I'm not doing this no more. I'm going to fight you. I'm going to challenge you for your championship and tribal chief. And he did it for his brother. So why then does Jimmy come and say, nah, fam, you can't have this. You told him to turn. You told him to make this move. They put you in the hospital. And Jay said, I'm fighting for my brother. To hell with all the rest of this. You hurt my brother. Now I got to get you. So that's the person that stops all this. And I heard Paul Heyman say at the press conference, oh, just add another layer to the story. Go to hell, Paul Heyman. You go, but go straight to hell. Oh, we're in the bottom third now. Fuck out of here. No, go straight to hell. Because there was no reason to go down this road at all. Even if logically we get to SmackDown, he comes up with a reason for why he did this, a logical reason. You mean to tell me that it makes more sense to challenge Jay with no championship than if he had one? You want to feud with your brother? You decide that it's better to do it with nothing as opposed to him having a championship? Because How what other reason? Could you be? What other reason do you have outside of you were jealous that he got an opportunity and you didn't? Like, do I you want the opportunity or not? It's like it, it makes no sense. If you were going to do this, if this was going to be what was always the plan then you should have had you should have put solo in this position instead of making him the guy that follows roman around all the whole time make solo the guy that that goes rogue and decides to challenge roman at SummerSlam. but this was the this was the end result because this was just 
you just wasted everybody's time at this point. You didn't give us the tribal and the tribal combat. You, you made this dumb decision with, with, with Book and Ad and made Jimmy look stupid. Like, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm really, I'm at a loss. My reaction, I don't think I looked at, the second I saw Jimmy pull him out the ring, I shut it off. Mm. I shut it off. Yeah, because I, I, I knew what was coming. I tuned out immediately. I, I can't tell you what happened after Jimmy kicks Jay Uso. It didn't I make no honestly sense. Honestly, can't tell you what happened. Hey, like, bruh, let's do better. packing the edits, guess what? These peasants, you peasants. I, I usually like SummerSlam. I usually do. I'm going to read off this list of producers uh, for each match on the card here uh, from, from first match to end. Uh, Logan Paul and Ricochet, Gregory Helms, Shane Helms, The Hurricane. Good match. Good, good stuff. Uh, next up, Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar. Michael Duke, Duke, Duke. PSAs. Uh, Got you with that one. So you can imagine Cody Rhodes match, Michael Hayes. Uh, next up, the SummerSlam Slim Jim Battle Royal. That was Adam Pierce and uh, Petey Williams. Shout out to Petey Williams doing his thing in the company. Uh, next up, uh, where shit starts to go downhill, MMA rules. Ronda Rousey, Shayna Baszler. That was produced by Davari. Sean Davari. that ass here, boy. Next match, Gunther versus Drew Mack. That was abyss. That was oh, abyss. Oh, yeah. That makes so, sense. You can imagine Hold this. On. He know what he doing. Big meaty man yeah. slapping me. Abyss, you can stay over there. You good. You all right. Next up. That makes sense. Uh, Seth freaking Rollins. Please say the freaking versus Finn Balor. That was produced by Jamie Noble, boy. He was in his bag. Okay. okay. He was in his bag, especially at the finish. Okay. Hey, Jamie Noble, you can stay over there, man, with your Confederate shorts and everything. Go over there. You good. He's he been hitting. Low-key, he's been hitting all his producing matches. Hey, high key, though. High key. Uh, the triple threat women's match, you know who did that. That was TJ Wilson. You know what? Uh, I, I, okay. I, ain't, I ain't like all the extra stuff, but TJ Wilson, you can stay over there. And then the main event, okay. that was uh, Michael Hayes, Duke, Duke, Duke. Oh, and Kurt Angle's God. illegitimate bastard son, Jason oh. Jordan. <laughs> Michael Hayes and Jason Jordan. Bring that ass here, boy. Bring that yeah. ass here. So in this lineup, we got Sean Devari, we got Michael Hayes, we got Jason Jordan. But you know what? They ain't all I got over there. Bruce Pritchard. Bring that ass here, boy. Who else did you yes. bring that ass here? Paul Heyman. Bring that ass here, boy. Come on. You complicit. I know you had a little mm. something to say too. And then, of course, I would be remiss if I didn't welcome to the stage DJ Paul Levesque. And I don't know no triple X, but this is all about the game. You too can bring that bring ass. That here. ass here, boy. All y'all are welcome to the Hall of Peasants for ruining my night. Oh, and uh, that that fan that Katie had. Was, 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 oh yeah, uh, you too. 
You too, that, that, into. That, that fan that uh, Katie was interacting with at the show. Bring that ass here, boy. You too. <laughs> oh, yo, this is the most yeah. peasants I've ever had in my life. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. We done went overtime. Oh, real quick, real quick. Who else? Run it back. Run it back real quick. Run it over. I forgot. I totally forgot. Somebody else? My pack in the air is guess what? These peasants, few peasants. Who else? Solofa Fatu oh. Jr., a.k.a. Rikishi. <laughs> you better get over here, <laughs> sir. Bring that ass here, boy. You too, Oops. I warned you. I warned you. You had one job. We gave you three weeks. Three weeks. You had one job. Your children are out of control. For real. You had one job. One job. Now you get you on the list for the year. Yes. There, there, there's oh, no more time. Wow. There's no more time. The there's year. no mulligans. There's no second chances. You on the list for the year. Ooh. You getting that next day air to your crib. Absolutely. Ridiculous. I'm gonna... I'm going to let y'all add me to that list for two reasons. One, uh, I dedicated an A++ to the main event in honor of Young Kings Wrestling last night. Um, that thing that happened. Uh, but also, I, I do have to take off. I, I, I'm glad I was here to witness this. I was about to kick you out. Yeah, you're you, you, you just going to get muted. So. <laughs> I have my finger over the mute button. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Where, where can I find you at? Uh, you guys can follow everything we do at It's Creation World, I-T-S-C-R-E-A-E-A-T-I-A World, uh, Twitter, Play Instagram, TikTok, all of it. Go check them out. All right, guys. Thank you, Matt, coming through. Fuck your Bye, ass. Matt. Love you. <laughs> Bye, guys. It's the most peasants we ever had. I think I counted eight peasants, seven, eight peasants. Yeah, yeah it's up there. You know what? Just because I'm feeling peasant happy, I'm sorry. Mm. Las Vegas Aces bring that bring ass that here. Ass here boy. The Aces. Yeah. Oh man. What are the Aces? That's crazy. The the WNBA champions. WNBA champions. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, that makes sense. Y'all can bring y'all ass here too, cause oh, man. man, he got his ass cooked. He got cooked. Adrian, you didn't go down like that, huh? He got cooked. Was that bad? We went to New York City and lost by 38. Woo! Oh, my gosh. The Liberty? The Liberty? The Liberty? Yikes. I was just talking shit about them the other day, too, when they lost to Minnesota. You should have put that money on. As far as other people know, I did. I know I should have. I was looking. I was like, mm. anyway, plug your socials. We we didn't went completely over time here talking about this mercy. nonsense. Well, that mercy, the indignation invigorated. Anyway, uh, y'all can find me at Rick Havoc 24 on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, all my past episodes of the Havoc Hour are available on all streaming platforms where you find on Kings Wrestling, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and the video versions, the most entertaining versions are up on YouTube. Agreed. Just. You can find me in the Get Your Podcast on Twitter, Get Your Podcast on Instagram. If you can't find me there, you can find me on Marks and Mics. Um, just dropped an episode, Get Your, that's out right now. Just talking all SummerSlam. We did SummerSlam Sweaty Session poems. 
Uh, Lichon Diaries is also out too. We talk about adulting and shit that we find on the internet. Um, guys, it's always a pleasure for letting me come through the bucket hit bucket bang palace. Appreciate it. I don't, I don't say Will? it right. Don't, don't mess our name. I'll say it right. <laughs> my, my bad. My bad. My bad. Um, Milky B. Buckingham Palace. My bad. There's a truck yeah. coming by. Yeah. Truck had you spooked. For real. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga's scared. Will, where can they find you at? Man? First and foremost, thank you guys. My first venture to Nuck If You're Buckingham Palace. I love what you've done with the place. It's great here. I like it. I'll come back. Um, if you're interested in some shenanigans for me elsewhere, you can find my link tree at the Will Gray. You'll find all things botch bots and share shots, my dirt sheet writing for Sportster, Last Word on Sports, Pro Wrestling Stories, you know, all that nonsense. You can find me there at the Will Gray. And I am the Thespian TC Fontaine. You can follow me. Just follow my photography page. I actually post on there now. Uh FOY dot flicks. And follow Young Kings Wrestling everywhere at YK Wrestling. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, everywhere. Subscribe to us on YouTube. More content coming soon. Got some dope stuff coming for y'all later this month. Check that out. Just know it's 50th anniversary of hip hop. And uh, you know what it is also. Hip hop's dead. I mean, that's where I was going with this. <laughs> it, it, it fucking sucks now. Yeah, it, it does. <laughs> so, RRP hip hop, they honestly like got a terminal illness like three years ago, and they pretty much succumbed to it now at age 50. See you at the crossroads, man. Hey, we're gonna get out of here. <laughs> We're going to get out of here. You already know. know. Next week. Said I'll be back to hold you down. I don't want to leave. But we got to go right now. We'll be back next week with another one. Another one. Until then, we out of here. Gone.